Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Righteousness Exalteth the Nation. In this week's message, Pastor DeMichael will instruct and encourage us with regards to the future of our country. We hope you will join us this week as we look at the biblical principles of doing our part for the country in which we live in, as well as equipping ourselves to help in any way we can to turn this country towards God. Now more than ever, America is in need of men, women, and children who will choose to do what is right instead of what is convenient. This week's message will be a great key in helping us to fulfill this important need. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. Sin is a reproach to any people. But I want you to realize something this morning, that he also sees the righteousness as well in our country. There are good churches across this land where Christ is worshipped in spirit and in truth. The Bible says the Father seeketh such to worship him. Where two or three are gathered together, he is there among them. Folks, two or three are gathered together in his name. He is there. His eyes are in that place. He's paying attention. The Bible says he inhabiteth the praises of his people. And so just as sin is a reproach to any people, righteousness exalteth the nation, not just at the 30,000-foot view, but right on the ground and in the trenches where you and I live. You see, this morning, God's just looking for those 10. He's looking for a reason to withhold his judgment from our nation. It was Alexis de Tocqueville, the French philosopher, who said, I sought for the key to the greatness and genius of America in her harbors, in her fertile fields and boundless forests, in her rich mines and vast world commerce, in her public school system and institutions of learning. I sought for it in her democratic congress, in her matchless constitution. Not until I went into the churches of America and heard her pulpits aflame with righteousness did I understand the secret and genius of her power. America is great because America is good. And if America ever ceases to be good, America will cease to be great. Did you ever stop to think that God's just looking around for that ten, that remnant of salt, that remnant of salt? I think of missions, the Great Commission, going into, the, uh, going into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. I think of the missionaries that are still on deputation that are looking to go to the field and carry the glorious gospel of the grace of God to the lost who have never heard. You think maybe God is paying attention to that? I think of what God has allowed us to do as a church. By God's grace, give, give uh, over $650,000 to, uh, to missions this year. He's allowed us to give $11 million over the years. And against what it needs to be done, against this tsunami of, of unbelief and this void of the gospel going out, it seems like a drop in the bucket. But do you think maybe sometimes God might just look over the banister of heaven and be pleased that there are some churches 
there are some individuals sending and going. And within those churches that are sending, not just the sacrifices that are made by those that go, we, we talk about that, and rightfully so, but the sacrifice of people that say, okay, you know what, we'll drive, I'll drive a used vehicle so I can put some money in that offering plate for the missionary. Think maybe God sees that? Think maybe God takes note of that? When people are serious about the Great Commission... It was David Livingston said, if a commission by an earthly king is considered an honor, how can a commission by a heavenly king be considered a sacrifice? It was William Carey who said, it is the duty of those who are entrusted with the gospel to endeavor to make it known among all nations. Is it possible this morning that God is looking at this? The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. We call that the Bible in a nutshell. Well, folks, if John 3.16 is the Bible in a nutshell, then John 3.16 talks of the heart of God, and the heart of God is about missions. God so loved the world. Maybe it is this morning that God has found his 10 because of the efforts of some to still get the gospel of his blessed son to others. Take your Bibles and turn to Revelation chapter 5. You know, sometimes we think, well, you know, at the rate we're going, we're never going to win the whole world. Um, don't worry about that. Let, let, me show you, let me show you what God is concerned about, though. I'll show you what God is concerned about when it comes to this business of getting the gospel to all peoples. Uh, look at Revelation chapter 5 and look at, verse, uh, look at verse 9. We're well into the tribulation period by now, of course. Uh, the Bible talks about, about these uh, four and 20 elders and uh, in verse 9, and they sung a new song. And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain, now watch this, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Look at chapter 7. Look at chapter 7, just a page over. Look at, look at chapter 7, just a page over. Look at, look at verse 9. And after this, behold, and lo, a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and, and unto the Lamb. Uh, you know, we, we look at it sort of in, 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 an industri in an industrial way, with an industrial eye. Well, how are we going to win this many people? How are we going to win the majority? And we're, we're barely scratching the surface. God isn't looking at it that way. You know what he's looking for? He's looking for some out of every tribe, every tongue, every people, every race, every nation. He's looking for some out of all of these nations to worship and praise him over there in Revelation chapter 5 and verse 7. You know what we're doing with missions, folks? That's what we're doing. 
That's what we're doing. He didn't say how many. He said of every nation. Collectively, it's a great multitude, okay? But it's, it's from each group. And that's what he's interested in doing. And that's where his heart beats. How about just faithful saints? God looks over the banister of heaven, and he sees families. He sees Christian families. It says here in, Revela- in uh, Genesis 18, where we just read, it said, uh, it said, for I know him, speaking of Abraham, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment. God looked at Abraham and his family, and he was pleased, and he was willing to let Abraham negotiate with him about sparing the place for just 10, for just 10, for I know him. I know him. He sees families having devotions tomorrow morning. He watches families come together and open up the Bible and sit around the Bible and pray to him. You see, he's looking for 10. He sees, he sees homeschool moms in April. Homeschool families. You know, when, when suicide is considered a viable option to the week ahead, yeah, April, Christian schools, the sacrifices that are made to keep those going. Young people in public school being the salt of the earth and witnessing to others. Husbands and wives, are you listening to me now? In this age of fornication and pornography and divorce and adultery, husbands and wives who are faithful to their marriage vows. For 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, there's hardly... Two, three months goes by where we're not congratulating someone for their what? 50th anniversary. You think maybe God might take notice of that as he's looking for that 10? You see, folks, sometimes we get the wrong impression. If you read Matthew chapter 25, when when Jesus talks about separating the sheep from the goats at the judgment, and you look at the criteria for the judgment, He talks about, I was in prison and you visited me. You gave me a little water when I was thirsty. I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. It wasn't big stuff, folks. See, sometimes we think God wants us to move mountains before he'll recognize. Matthew 25, it was just, it was, and obviously if you look at the context there, it's the treatment of the Jews during the tribulation. I get all that. But it was little things, just small kindnesses. What am am I trying to say this morning? I'm saying that all of us, every one of us, you, 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 every one of us can make a big difference. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Righteousness Exalteth a Nation by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has revealed some of the most essential ways in which we can contribute to the spiritual well-being of our country. No matter your political affiliation, we sometimes rely too heavily on and place our hope in politicians to turn America around economically, morally, and spiritually, when it is in fact the collection of individuals who hold the keys to revival. The most important thing we can do for our country is go before the Almighty God with fervent prayer and righteous hearts, asking Him to extend His grace and mercy on our nation. We are also to pray for the leaders of our country and to do all we can on our part to ensure that this country grows in a way 
that is pleasing and glorifying to God. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday school, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.